The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This interview will include forward-looking statements on Synthetic Biologics' current expectations and projections about future events. These statements are based upon current beliefs, expectations, and assumptions and are subject to a number of risks and uncertainties, including those set forth in Synthetic Biologics' filings with the SEC, many of which are difficult to predict. Actual results may differ materially from such statements. The information included in this interview is provided only as of the date of this interview, and Synthetic Biologic undertakes no obligation to update any forward-looking statements stated in its interview on account of new information, future events, or otherwise except as required by law. Welcome to C. diff spores and more with your hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. We're here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here are your hosts, Nancy Kerala with Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Welcome to C. diff spores and more. We would like to thank our sponsor, the C. diff Foundation, for making this show possible. We welcome our listeners joining us today. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala. Dr. Goish could not be here with us today due to previous engagements. So let's jump right in and discuss preventing C. diff infection with SYN004 with our guests, Lewis Barrett and Dr. Joseph Simon of Synthetic Biologics. It is a pleasure to introduce our first guest, Lewis Barrett, Senior Vice President, Commercial Strategy of Synthetic Biologics. Welcome, Lou. Nancy, thank you. It's a pleasure to join you on CDIF Radio today. On behalf of all the employees at Synthetic Biologics, we appreciate the opportunity to talk with the listeners of CDIF Radio about this devastating disease on our C. difficile prevention program. We've enjoyed listening to the first several episodes of the radio show, and along with my colleague, Dr. Joe Slyman, I'm looking forward to sharing some information on SYN004, Synthetic Biologics' innovative product being developed to protect the gut microbiome and to prevent C. diff infection. Uh, by point of fact, if I slip during this talk, when I say CDI, I mean C. diff infection. As you're all aware, C. diff effect infection is the most prevalent hospital-acquired infection in the United States, and it's recognized as a leading cause of infectious hospital-acquired diarrhea across the world. In fact, C. diff infection is one of the top infections and public health problems targeted by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and European health authorities. In late February, the CDC published a study in the New England Journal of Medicine with updated projections on the epidemiology of C. diff infection using rigorous CDC criteria. Those projections are that nearly half a million Americans suffered from C. diff infections. Parenthetically, other studies using ICD-9 coding at discharge have found up to 1.1 million hospital discharges in 2012 with a primary or secondary coding of CDI. Additionally, the CDC reported more than 100,000 of their infections developed among residents of U.S. nursing homes and that approximately two-thirds of C. diff infections were found to be associated with an inpatient stay in a healthcare facility 
and that there were up to 30,000 C. difficile-related deaths annually in the United States. Additionally, the new study also reported that one out of every five patients with healthcare-associated C. diff infection experienced a recurrence. As the listeners learned in the first episode of C. diff spores and more, C. diff is transmitted by spores. The spores can contaminate surfaces, equipment, hands, and can be easily transmitted to healthy and, most importantly, to susceptible or sick people. And just as importantly, the spores are difficult to eradicate from the environment so they can persist. Today, my colleague, Dr. Joe Sliman, and I will discuss synthetic biologic SIM004, a product candidate that's currently in clinical development and designed to protect the microbiome and prevent a C. diff infection. I'll start today's discussion by reviewing risk factors known to predispose to C. diff infections, and then I'll describe the body's normal defense against C. diff colonization and infection. Finally, I'll describe why some patients experience recurrent C. diff. Finally, Dr. Schleiman will then uh, describe our novel enzyme product, SYN004. Lou, thank you so much for that introduction. We know that the listeners really appreciated that, too. Um, I want to ask you, uh, that what are some of the risk factors for developing a C. diff infection? Thanks, Nancy. Uh, when C. diff is prevalent, and there are reports of healthy people, people including children and babies, having developed C. diff infection, there are certain risk factors that seem to be associated with increased risk of CDI. Let's run through them. Risk factor number one um, is recent antibiotic use. Patients exposed to antibiotics have a 7- to 10-fold increased risk of developing a C. diff infection. Second risk factor is older age. About two-thirds of all C. diff infection patients are older than age 65. The third risk factor, chronic illness and multiple comorbidities. Comorbidities including kidney disease, cancer, and immunosuppression. And lastly, recent hospitalization or nursing home stay. This increases the exposure um, to contact with C. diff bacteria and spores. A significant percentage of the patient population in these settings are elderly patients, and we've already mentioned that age is a risk factor. And because many of these patients have primary infections that are being treated with antibiotic, there's also a high level of antibiotic use. And then lastly, exposure to the bacteria and the spores themselves. Up to 20% of hospitalized people are believed to be carrying C. diff. And up to a half, up to 50% of all people in long-term care facilities are believed to be carrying C. diff. So there's a lot of opportunities for spores to contaminate the environment and then to spread. There certainly are, Lou, and thank you so much for providing all that information. Can you share with our listeners today the body's normal defense against C. diff colonization? Nancy, absolutely. If C. diff bacteria are prevalent in the environment, and if healthy people carry C. diff in their large intestine, I guess the real question is why isn't everyone exposed to the bacteria developing an infection? The answer is related to the germs, the protective bacterial flora in our guts. The intestinal tract accommodates a bacterial ecosystem that's known as the gut microbiome. A healthy gut microbiome plays an essential role in supporting life and health. The gut microbiome prevents the colonization of opportunistic or pathogenic bacteria, including C. diff. 
the healthy gut microbiome promotes colonization resistance, or it's also known as the barrier effect. The good bacteria and their byproducts obstruct C. diff from establishing residence, preventing the spores from germinating, from growing, and, and, and ultimately releasing their toxins. But, and an important but, once the gut microbiome has been compromised, it's vulnerable to C. diff infection, either by expanding the colonization of a resident strain or by establishing colonization with a new C. diff strain acquired by the individual. That's very incredibly interesting, Lou, and thank you so much. And we hear a lot about how antibiotics can disrupt the gut microbiome. Would you take a minute to explain how this can happen? Uh, Sure, that's an excellent and a very important question. A leading cause of uh, gut microbiome disruption is antibiotic therapy itself. And unfortunately, this disruption is an unintended consequence of antibiotic therapy, but the scenario unfolds all too frequently. We all know that diarrhea is a common side effect for people taking antibiotics. Obviously, not every person suffering from antibiotic-induced diarrhea can track C. difficile. So let's connect the dots in the C. diff infection pathway. Dot number one, C. diff exposure. As we've said, hospitalization, nursing home stay, contact with a C. diff carrier or patient, or environmental contact with spores increase the risk. Dot two, immune compromise. Patients older than 65, patients with chronic disease, those with multiple comorbidities, um, and especially immunosuppression, increase the risk. And the big dot number three, antibiotic exposure. Disruption of the gut microbiome. Um, C. diff colonization uh, in that setting is increased substantially. Dr. Mark Wilcox, the leading C. diff authority and chairman of the Synthetic Biologics, SIN004 Clinical Advisory Board, made the following association between prior antibiotic exposure and C. diff infection. He stated, any exposure to an antibiotic is a major risk factor for the development of CDI. Enhanced CDI risk has been shown to persist for up to three months after antibiotic exposure has ended. And he went on to say that another important determinant of CDI risk is cumulative antibiotic exposure as measured by the length of therapy and the number of different antibiotics used, either simultaneously or sequentially. To put it very simply, the more antibiotic doses received, the higher the risk. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Lou. And if you don't mind, we're going to pause here and take a brief commercial break. And when we we return, we will continue discussing preventing a C. diff infection with SYN004 with Lewis Barrett, Senior Vice President, Commercial Strategy of Synthetic Biologics. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Join us November 9th, 2015 for the Raising C. diff and Healthcare Associated Infection Awareness Conference. This event will be chaired by Dr. Mark Wilcox, Professor of Medical Microbiology at the University of Leeds, UK, and hosted at the Doubletree Suites by Hilton Hotel in Boston, Cambridge. For more information about the event, 
Call us toll-free at 1-844-4C-DIFF or register starting on April 1st through the website cdifffoundation.org forward slash upcoming events. Call 1-844-4C-DIFF, 1-844-367-2343. We look forward to meeting you on November 9th. Transformational healing includes energy medicine as well as hands-on healing. Tune in every week to Transformational Healing with Dr. Bonnie Morrow. If you want to know more about the business and science of energy fields, chakras, and the medical and spiritual community, join our expert guests as we work together to bring you closer to your personal health vision. Transformational Healing is heard live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4 CDIF. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against CDIF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for CDIF infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising CDIF awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again are Nancy Karala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Welcome back to C. diff spores and more. I'm your host, Nancy Karala, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. We are discussing preventing a C. diff infection with SYN004 with Mr. Lewis Barrett, Senior Vice President, Commercial Strategy of Synthetic Biologics. Welcome back, Lou. Thank you, Nancy. I congratulate you and the Foundation for the work you're doing to educate and advocate for C. diff survivors, their families, and the healthcare community at large. Thank you so much. We appreciate that, Lou. And we now we have um, a couple more questions for you before you uh, depart uh, halfway through this segment. And we wanted to know, Lou, um, do all antibiotics present the same risk for developing a C. diff infection? That's a very good question, Nancy. And the answer is no. Although the initiation of antibiotic therapy is generally known to disrupt the gut microbiome, four antibiotic classes are known to have a higher correlation to microbiome disruption, and therefore C. diff infection. Those classes are clindamycin, the antibiotic class known as the beta-lactams, specifically the penicillins, and the cephalosporins, and lastly, the fluoroquinolone class. As I stated earlier, patients at risk for developing C. diff infection have had recent antibiotic exposure. Although discontinuation of current therapy would be desired, in reality, it's not always practical. Many patients receiving these antibiotics have serious bacterial infections and are elderly, meaning they're more susceptible to the infection itself or have multiple comorbidities, making them more susceptible to the infection. This is a real medical conundrum. However, it is imperative that we curtail the inappropriate use of antibiotics um, 
whenever possible, which should be all the time. Right. And Lou, knowing the risk of developing a C. diff infection that these antibiotics cause, shouldn't physicians curb their use of antibiotics? <laughs> that's, that's the conundrum of antibiotic therapy again, Nancy. While the overuse of antibiotics has been linked to the spread of superbugs, including methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus, also known as MRSA, carbapenem-resistant Enterobacteriaceae, also known as CRE, and C. diff, antibiotics are actually used to treat serious, often life-threatening infection. The clinical conundrum is we have to treat, for example, the life-threatening pneumonia that's the underlying acute issue. The C. diff infection is a consequence of having to use antibiotics to treat that life-threatening disease. Dr. Sliman will discuss how SIN004 may have the potential to protect the microbiome and prevent C. diff infection in patients receiving some of these antibiotics. Thank you, Lou, for explaining the importance of the usage of antibiotics to fight serious and sometimes life-threatening infections. We cannot stress this information enough, and the fact that antibiotics are not effective treating viruses such as colds and the flu and many other symptoms that are caused by viruses. And if the symptoms should worsen or prolong, we always advise that patients and individuals seek health care uh, and medical attention to the, the, and go to their local clinic or hospital for medical attention to address the symptoms. So, Lou, would you be able to take this time and explain why some patients experience recurrent C. diff infections? As counterintuitive as it sounds, the current standard of therapy for C. diff infection is treatment with more antibiotics. This treatment usually includes specific narrow-spectrum antibiotics. However, they can lead to further microbiome disruption. So, unfortunately, up to 30% of C. diff patients overall may suffer from recurrent infection. It's been reported that recurrent cases are the result of at least one of the following factors. The initial infection was actually not successfully eliminated. Secondly, the residual spores in the patient grow and cause infection again, or the patient's reinfected with a different C. diff strain. A key to preventing C. diff infection, including recurrent infection, is to, prever- uh, to preserve the gut microbiome in the first place from disruption. Absolutely, Lou, and we thank you so much for joining and for explaining all this to us today. Uh, the facts and figures do not lie, and we greatly appreciate all your participation along with your colleagues at Synthetic Biologics. Uh, Lou, do you have any closing comments at this time before we introduce Dr. Slyman to the program? Thanks again, Nancy. I've, I've really appreciated the, uh, the, the time I could spend with you and the listeners. I've discussed the risk factors associated with C. diff infection, the body's normal defense against C. diff colonization and infection, and especially the way antibiotic therapy can lead to the devastating unintended consequence of, mic- of gut microbiome disruption. This is a significant risk factor for C. diff colonization and C. diff infection. So at this time, I'd like to turn the discussion over to Dr. Joe Sliman, who will describe Synthetic Biologics investigational product, SYN004, that's in clinical uh, development and designed to protect the gut microbiome and lessen the risk of contracting a C. diff infection. 
Thank you so much, Lou. And through your efforts and dedication, you give patients and families fighting C. diff infections worldwide hope. And we look forward to receiving updates on SIN004 as it continues to move forward, providing positive results in the C. diff prevention. Now it's our pleasure to introduce our second guest, Dr. Joe Slyman, MD, MPH, Senior Vice President, Clinical and Regulatory Affairs of Synthetic Biologics. Hi, Nancy. Thank you for Hi, having Dr. me. Oh, thank you, Dr. Slyman. Sorry about that. Dr. So, Slyman, um, would, you like, would you like to share the, with the listeners a brief background of a C. diff infection? Sure, Nancy. Um, uh, I would like to start by saying that... Uh, stating the obvious, right, that the prevention of C. diff infection represents a significant unmet medical need. As Lou pointed out earlier, studies using uh, standard ICD-9 coding at hospital discharge have found uh, there were 1.1 million hospital discharges in 2012 with a coding for C. diff infection. Uh, if we cite the more rigorous CDC uh, guidelines and criteria, C. difficile was responsible for almost half a million infections and was associated with approximately 29,000 deaths in 2011 alone. And that's according to the newly published paper uh, in the New England Journal, uh, The Burden of Clostridium Difficile Infection in the United States. And that's in the February 26th edition this year. So needless to say, it goes without saying, that C. diff is highly prevalent and medical practitioners need to utilize strategies that are intended to prevent colonization in the first place, especially colonization with toxin-producing strains. Many of the factors that are known to increase the risk of developing C. diff infections, such as old age, uh, chronic illnesses, and recent hospitalizations or recent nursing home stays, uh, are very difficult to manage and let alone control. And while it's necessary for patients with bacterial infections to receive appropriate antibiotic therapy, we believe that the gut microbiome can be protected despite this concurrent antibiotic use, and C. diff colonization and infection may be able to be prevented with SIN004. Thank you so much, Dr. Slyman, for sharing that information and introduction. And we are going to pause right here, Dr. Slyman. Go to a brief commercial break, and when we return, we will continue our discussion preventing a C. diff infection with SIN004 with Dr. Slyman, MD, Senior Vice President, Clinical Regulatory Affairs of Synthetic Biologics. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Biohacking for Health is working with your individual biology to gain access to and control over the systems within your body. It allows you to explore your biology and improve health and wellness. Each of us has unique genetic profiles and physiology that require individualized approaches. On Biohacking for Optimal Health, Dr. Daniel Stickler and his expert guests provide a roadmap to navigate the world of biohacking human potential. Tune in every Thursday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. To help support the C. diff foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-DIFF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. 
Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Join us November 9, 2015 for the Raising C. diff and Healthcare-Associated Infection Awareness Conference. This event will be chaired by Dr. Mark Wilcox, Professor of Medical Microbiology at the University of Leeds, UK, and hosted at the Doubletree Suites by Hilton Hotel in Boston, Cambridge. For more information about the event, call us toll-free at 1-844-4C-DIFF or register starting on April 1st through the website cdifffoundation.org forward slash upcoming events. Call 1-844-4C-DIFF, 1-844-367-2343. We look forward to meeting you on November 9th. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again are Nancy Karala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Welcome back to C. diff, spores, and more. I'm your host, Nancy Karala, and we thank our listeners for joining us today. We are discussing preventing a C. diff infection with SIN-004 with Dr. Joe Sliman, MD, Senior Vice President, Clinical and Regulatory Affairs of Synthetic Biologics. Welcome back, Dr. Sliman. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Before break, we were discussing how the gut microbiome can be protected and C. diff colonization and infection may be able to be prevented with SIN-004. Would you like yeah, to continue? Right. Sure, thank you. So, uh, but before I, I get started too deep into the SIN004 discussion, uh, let me just define some of the key areas in the human intestinal tract that play an important role in the C. diff colonization and infection uh, for our listeners. So, first of all, the gut. Uh, technically, when we refer to the gut, we're talking about the stomach and the intestines. Um, in our conversation, I'll be referring to different segments of the intestinal tract. I'll probably interchangeably refer to it as the gut. Um, the gut microbiome, on the other hand, is a complex community of microorganisms, mostly but not all bacteria, living in the digestive tract and in the gut. Um, approximately 100 trillion, that's with a T, microorganisms reside in the microbiome. The bacterial flora uh, that Uh, makes up the microbiome, prevents colonization by pathogenic microorganisms, including C. diff, by an activity that we term the barrier effect. And these helpful organisms in the gut microbiome prevent overgrowth of pathogenic species by competing for nutrition and for attachment sites in the colon, and this is also known as the protective barrier. So the intestinal tract, um, specifically its function is that, of course, uh, ingested substances are presented to the intestines uh, after they leave the stomach, and this is where nutrients, minerals, and water are all absorbed in the intestinal tract, and the waste passes through and into the large intestine, the colon. The small intestine is, of course, where most of the nutrient absorption occurs. The bacterial concentration in this segment is approximately 1 million microorganisms per milliliter. The last segment of the small intestine is referred to as the ileum, and this is the section where most food and liquid absorption actually takes place. Unabsorbed matter, antibiotics, uh, and anything that we would pass through as waste goes through the ileum and passes into the colon from there. 
In the ileum, the bacterial concentration is approximately 1 to 10 million microorganisms per milliliter. Then we get to the large intestine, the colon, and this is where most of the water and mineral absorption takes place. And the bacterial concentration in the colon is anywhere from around 100 billion to 1 trillion microorganisms per milliliter of fluid. Thank you so much, Dr. Sleiman, for sharing the key areas in the human intestinal tract that play the important role in C. diff colonization and infection. Dr. Sleiman, at this time, would you like to discuss the SIN004 and how it works in protecting the gut microbiome and prevents the C. diff infection? Absolutely. So uh, SIN004 is unique. It's a first-in-class product candidate that's currently in clinical trials that's intended for the protection of the gut microbiome and the prevention of C. diff infection. So not treatment, prevention. It's expected that oral SYN004 will be given concurrently with specific IV antibiotics, uh, specifically penicillins and cephalosporins, and the active ingredient uh, in SYN004 will stay in the intestinal tract where it's expected to inactivate antibiotics, the uh, penicillins and cephalosporins, that are excreted into the gut as part of their normal metabolic pathway. Because the targeted IV penicillins and cephalosporins are inactivated in the gut, they should therefore protect the normal bacterial flora in the gut microbiome from ever being impacted by those antibiotics. Very interesting. And Dr. Sleiman, patients receiving IV penicillins and cephalosporins are more than likely being treated for an infection. If SYN004 destroys the antibiotic, what will physicians do to overcome the infection? Uh, Okay, so good question. So first and foremost, let's remember that antibiotics should only be administered to patients for whom the clinician believes that there is a susceptible bacterial infection. Uh, We know, of course, that three of the potential unintended consequences of antibiotic therapy are, first, bacterial resistance, second, C. diff colonization, and third, as it follows, C. diff infection. Knowing that antibiotics are ineffective against non-bacterial illnesses and that antibiotic therapy may lead to these unintended consequences, it's imperative that antibiotics are not used indiscriminately. But having said that, SYN004 has been engineered for release in a strategic location between the small intestine and the entrance to the colon. So this means that high SYN004 concentrations will be at the site needed to protect the gut microbiome from C. diff colonization, and SYN004 will not interfere with small intestinal reabsorption of antibiotic that has been excreted into the bile. And here's where I'll reemphasize that SYN004 is intended for use concurrently with administration of intravenous IV penicillin and cephalosporin, but not other antibiotics. Okay. Well, Dr. Sleiman, this is very exciting. So where is SYN004 in the regulatory pathway at this time, and when can we expect the SYN004 to be commercially available? Nancy... SYN004 has completed Phase 1A and 1B clinical studies. The uh, pharmacokinetic data from the Phase 1 studies confirms that SYN004 acts as we intend. It goes directly to the gut, 
and it stays there, where the IV antibiotics are excreted with the intention of protecting the microbiome from a cascading set of events that often leads to, you know, bad things happening, including potentially deadly C. diff infections. These data support our expectations that SYN004 should have no effect on the IV antibiotic in the bloodstream. It should therefore allow the antibiotic to do its job and fight the primary infection. In addition, we didn't see any clinically significant safety events. None were observed, and both the single and multiple doses of SYN004 were well tolerated by all participants of the phase one clinical studies. We were pleased to announce the initiation of a phase 2A clinical trial of SYN004 this week, and we expect top-line results to be available uh, late in the second quarter of this year. The next step after that will be phase 2B proof-of-concept trial that is planned to launch in the second half of the year, with top-line results from that study expected around year's end. So without any unforeseen clinical or regulatory delays, SYN004 will be undergoing clinical studies and regulatory review for several years before commercialization. This is very exciting news, Dr. Sliman, and we certainly wish you the best with this. Speaking of clinical trials, many of our listeners have stated their interest in participating in clinical trials for C. diff therapies. How can our listeners become involved in the SYN004 trials? Nancy, I, thank you. I appreciate you asking us that question because we're extremely committed to the prevention of C. diff infection. And many of us have been touched by C. diff infection, uh, our friends, family members, et cetera, and we stand united with you in our desire to move forward with patient enrollment in these upcoming clinical studies. So the upcoming SYN004 clinical studies are expected to be conducted at multiple sites across the globe. These trial sites are obligated, of course, to adhere to very strict clinical trial protocols that have been approved or will be approved by regulatory authorities, including the U.S. FDA. Investigators, who are healthcare professionals, at all participating trial sites may invite qualified patients, as defined in the clinical trial protocols, to participate in the studies. Patients who are recruited to participate in a clinical trial are asked to sign what's known as an informed consent document, and this is a legal process in which a recruit is instructed about the key facts of the study before deciding to participate. The informed consent document outlines the clinical trial details, such as purpose of the study, duration of the study participation, risks inherent with the study, the required procedures of the study, Uh, any potential benefits that may accrue to the patient from the study, as well as all the key contact personnel at the clinical trial site. And, of course, it's very important to remember that any clinical trial participant can withdraw from the clinical study at any time for any reason. Thank you so much, Dr. Sliman. I know our, our listeners are grateful for hearing this information. We really appreciate it, too, so we can share it with others. But right now, we're going to pause here, Dr. Sliman, and go to a brief commercial break. When we return, we will continue and conclude our discussion, Preventing a C. diff Infection with SYN004, with Dr. Joe Sliman, MD, Senior Vice President, Clinical and Regulatory Affairs of Synthetic Biologics. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Join us November 9, 2015 for the Raising C. diff and Healthcare-Associated Infection Awareness Conference. This event will be chaired by Dr. Mark Wilcox, Professor of Medical Microbiology at the University of Leeds, UK, and hosted at the Doubletree Suites by Hilton Hotel in Boston, Cambridge. For more information about the event, call us toll-free at 1-844-4C-DIFF or register starting on April 1st through the website cdifffoundation.org forward slash upcoming events. Call 1-844-4C-DIFF, 1-844-367-2343. We look forward to meeting you on November 9th. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate or call toll-free 1-844-4-C-DIFF. That's 1-844-367-2343. Join us in our fight against C. diff and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for C. diff infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising C. diff awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Do you or does somebody you know face an ongoing battle with addiction? Our nation's drug problem is getting worse as we spend billions on the judicial system. It's time to fight the demand for drugs and not the supply. Listen for I Took the High Road with host Jacob Jansen, who has experienced both IV heroin addiction and recovery and is now here to both help and educate you with his story and engaging guests. There are great resources available for recovery and there is hope. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again are Nancy Karala and Dr. Chandrabali Ghosh. Welcome back to C. diff Spores and More. I'm your host, Nancy Karala, and we thank our listeners for joining us today. We have been discussing preventing a C. diff infection with SIN004 with Dr. Joe Sliman, MD, Senior Vice President, Clinical and Regulatory Affairs of Synthetic Biologics. Welcome back, Dr. Sliman. Thanks, Nancy. Still here. Good. It's nice to have you here. Thank you for joining us. And before break, we were discussing the standard process of patient enrollment in clinical trials. Dr. Sliman, exploring clinical trials more thoroughly, I remember Lou saying that roughly 30% of C. diff patients will suffer from recurrent infections. Are these patients participating in the SIN004 clinical trials? Uh, so... The upcoming clinical phase two studies, um, all eligible patients include hospitalized patients receiving the target uh, IV penicillins and cephalosporins. They'll be given, uh, or have the option if they enroll, to be given SIN004 to evaluate how it prevents uh, new C. diff infection in the patient population. And that's how we've defined the entry criteria. Okay. Okay. I think we have... Um 
have that question covered now. And on a different note, we have heard promising reports about fecal microbiota transplants, FMTs, repopulation. Some have claimed that this strategy will prevent the recurrence of C. diff infection by reestablishing the gut microbiome. How is this different from the effect of SYN004 treatment? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so let me explain that although both strategies target the normal gut microbiome as the objective, SYN004 is engineered to prevent the initial disruption of the protective gut microbiome flora before C. diff is able to colonize the microbiome. Fecal microbiota transplantation has been used in patients whose C. diff infection has already been treated, and the follow-up of fecal microbiota transplantation is intended to reestablish the microbiome with the objective of reestablishing that barrier effect we mentioned earlier, and thus preventing any residual or newly ingested C. diff from uh, new colonization of the gut. The gut microbiome uh, is, of course, still susceptible to additional disruption in that case if the patient then receives a additional antibiotic therapy. In contrast, SYN004 administered concurrently with IV penicillins and cephalosporins is designed to prevent gut microbiome disruption even in patients receiving fecal microbiota transplantation. Uh, However, I'll have to pause here and say that that specific FMT population would have to be specifically evaluated in uh, further clinical development. Right, exactly. And Dr. Slyman, you just reminded us that SYN004 works against the IV beta-lactams, such as penicillins and cephalosporins. About What about clindamycin and the fluoroquinolones? SYN004 does not exhibit any activity against clindamycin or fluoroquinolones. It's not designed to protect against gut microbiome disruption in patients receiving these antibiotics. For the record, um, state that just about 60% of patients receiving IV antibiotics in the hospital are receiving penicillins or cephalosporins. Um, and furthermore, the availability of SYN004 as a C. diff infection preventive therapy could potentially help guide physician antibiotic selection in at-risk patients as we identified before that at-risk population, including older age patients, uh, patients with recent hospitalizations, chronic illnesses, et cetera. Okay, that's wonderful, and thank you for sharing this with us, Dr. Slyman. Earlier I heard that antibiotic exposure represents a risk of developing C. diff infection. I would think that more patients have exposure to oral antibiotics than IV antibiotics. Why did you develop SYN004? or against IV antibiotics rather than an oral antibiotic? Good question. Uh, Antibiotics are used at high levels, especially in hospitals um, where you primarily would use intravenous antibiotics to treat patients with serious infections and multiple comorbid conditions. So knowing that hospitalization and nursing home stays are risk factors for C. diff infection and that more than 70% of all C. diff infection is actually hospital-acquired, it was logical to commence our strategy to start with against IV antibiotics. Uh, Synthetic Biologics does intend to develop uh, similar products targeting oral antibiotics. Okay, well, that's... A perfect uh, explanation, and that's fantastic. We have a lot to look forward to. 
Earlier, Dr. Sliman, you mentioned that SIN004 target antibiotics. Would you please name them for us? Sure, sure. Uh, earlier, I mentioned that SIN004 has shown activity against certain IV penicillins and cephalosporins. And uh, so the IV antibiotics in these groups uh, in the penicillin family include ampicillin, piperacillin, and piperacillin tazobactam. Uh, and in the cephalosporin family, it includes ceftriaxone, cefepime, cefetaxime, cefazolin, cefepirazone, and cefuroxime. I do want to emphasize, though, to our audience, I'll remind you here that SIN004 is an investigational drug, so we make no claims to its effectiveness in degrading all of these beta-lactam antibiotics that I just listed. Uh, we're currently in phase two clinical development of SIN004, and we look forward to reporting our top-line data from our phase 2A study uh, late this second quarter. Well, Dr. Sliman, we sincerely thank you and Lou and your colleagues working behind the scenes assisting in creating this educational episode. The information that has been presented today provides our listeners worldwide with a greater understanding of the C. diff infection, the antagonists, and the most importantly, how the SIN004 will aid in protecting the gut microbiome and prevent a C. diff infection. We greatly appreciate your participation and for joining us today on C. diff spores and more. Nancy, I, I can't say enough. I thank you so much for inviting us to the show today. I'd like to say on behalf of Synthetic Biologics, Lou, uh, both of us appreciate the interest in our novel product candidate, SYN004, which is intended to protect the microbiome from the unintended harmful effects of IV beta-lactam antibiotics for the prevention of C. diff infection. Well, thank you for joining us today, both Synthetic Biologics, Lewis Barrett and Dr. Joseph Sliman, and we thank you, our listeners, and as always, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you a good week and always good health. Thank you so much, and have a very good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your hosts, Nancy and Dr. Ghosh, again next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. 